John Lewis, the American politician and civil rights leader, passed away last night at the age of 80. He was the U.S. Representative for Georgia's 5th Congressional District from 1987 up until his death. Lewis was the chairman of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee and was one of the big six leaders of groups who organized the 1963 March on Washington. He also played many key roles in the civil rights movement and its actions to end legalized racial segregation in the United States. So the following is the speech that John Lewis gave at the March on Washington, August 28, 1963. I have the pleasure to present to this great audience Young John Lewis, National Chairman, Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, Brother John Lewis. We march today for jobs and freedom, but we have nothing to be proud of. Of hundreds and thousands of our brothers are not here, for they're receiving starvation wages or no wages at all. While we stand here, there are sharecroppers in the Delta of Mississippi who are out in the field working for less than $3 a day, 12 hours a day. While we stand here, there are students in jail on trumped up charges. Our brother James Farmer, along with many others, is also in jail. We come here today with a great sense of misgiving. It is true that we support the administration's civil rights bill. We support it with great reservation, however. Unless, unless Tile 3 is put in this bill, there's nothing to protect the young children and old women who must face police jobs and fireholders in the South while they engage in peaceful demonstrations. In its present form, this bill will not protect the citizen of Danville, Virginia, who must live in constant fear of a police state. It will not protect the hundreds and thousands of people who have been arrested upon Trump charges. What about the three young men, Snickfield's secretary in America's Georgia, who faced a death penalty for engaging in peaceful protests? As it stands now, the voting section of this bill will not help the thousands of black people who want to vote. It will not help the citizens of Mississippi, of Alabama, and Georgia who are qualified to vote for lack of sixth grade education. One man, one vote is an African crime. It is ours too. It must be ours. We must have legislation that will protect the Mississippi sharecropper, who was put off of his farm because he dared to register to vote. We need a bill that will provide for the homeless and starving people of this nation. We need a bill that will ensure the equality of a maid who earns $5 a week in the home of a family whose income is $100,000 a year. We must have a good FEPC bill. My friends, let us not forget that we are involved in a serious social revolution. But by and large, American politics is dominated by politicians who build their career on immoral compromising and align themselves with open forms of political, economic, and social exploitation. 
There are exceptions, of course. We salute those. But what political leader can stand up and say, my party is a party of principles? For the party of Kennedy is also the party of Eastland. The party of Javis is also the party of Goldwater. Where is our party? Where is the political party that will make it unnecessary to march on Washington? Where is the political party that will make it unnecessary to march in the streets of Birmingham? Where is the political party that will protect the citizens of Albany, Georgia? Do you know that in Albany, Georgia, nine of our leaders have been indicted, not by the Dixocrats, but by the Frederick government for peaceful protests. But what did the Frederick government do when Albany deputy sheriff beat Attorney C.B. King and left him half dead? What did the Frederick government do when local police official kicked and assaulted the pregnant wife of Slater King and she lost her baby? Those who have said be patient and wait, we must say that we cannot be patient. We do not want our freedom gradually, but we want to be free now. We are tired. We are tired of being beaten by policemen. We are tired of seeing our people locked up in jail over and over again. And then you holler, be patient. How long can we be patient? We want our freedom and we want it now. We do not want to go to jail. But we will go to jail if this, this is the price we must pay for love brotherhood and true peace. I appeal to all of you to get in this great revolution that is sweeping this nation. Get in and stay in the streets of every city, every village and hamlet of this nation until true freedom come, until the revolution of 1776 is complete. We must get in this revolution and complete the revolution. For in the Delta of Mississippi, in Southwest Georgia, in the Black Belt of Alabama, in Harlem, in Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and all over this nation, the black masses are on the march for jobs and freedom. We're talking about slow down and stop. We will not stop. All of the forces of Eastland, Barnett, Wallace, and Thurman will not stop this revolution. If we do not get meaningful legislation out of this Congress, the time will come when we will not confine our march into Washington. We will march through the South, through the streets of Jackson, through the streets of Danville, through the streets of Cambridge, through the streets of Birmingham. But we will march with the spirit of love and with the spirit of dignity that we have shown here today. By the forces of our demand, our determination, and our numbers, we shall splinter the segregated South into a thousand pieces and put them together in the image of God and democracy. We must say, wake up, America, wake up, for we cannot stop, and we will not and cannot be patient.
Oh, my God. 